All right, let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Vaughn, that's one of my favorite one-hit wonder songs that we just played there. Do you remember who that was? No. Oh. Sorry. Quarter Flash. Great one-hit wonder. Oh, great. <laughs> hey, you've been watching the Beatles documentary? Yes. Is it not amazing? It really is an incredible piece of work. And a, and a vivid, powerful story. Uh, we're so lucky to have that because there's nothing like it in the entire history of popular music. A story of a really talented band, uh, dysfunctional at the beginning yes. and triumphing at the end and showing you why they were regarded as just absolutely great, wonderful musicians. The thing that gets me about that documentary is the watching the creative process yeah, happen. Yeah. Like I've never seen anything like that yeah. where you can actually see, like see get back coming together in that yeah, one no, sequence. Like amazing. It's, it's really funny. Our, our friend Mike Smith was talking about this the other day. He said, you're listening to McCartney trying to work out the words to long and winding road and you know them. Right? It's like, like come it on, really Paul. is incredible. You it. You're, you're right. There, there is really nothing like that in popular music, which is being able to see the creative process vividly at work. Yeah, that's so true. Well, I recommend it to people to watch it. Let's talk about what's going on out there. Let's get an update on this whole coastal gasoline situation in this letter that Cabinet Minister Nathan Cullen sent. Yeah, so Cabinet Minister Nathan Cullen writes a letter to the Commissioner of the RCMP saying, I've seen a video of how the RCMP are arresting protesters up there, uh, coastal, ga coastal gas link pipeline in northern BC, and he says they used undue force. He says that. He says, I've seen the video and the RCMP used undue force. So uh, this is unusual for a cabinet minister to write that kind of a letter to the RCMP, accusing them, really, of using undue force and demanding an explanation. Uh, so the question yesterday was uh, asked the Premier's office, did Nathan Cullen clear that letter with the Premier's office before he did it? And the Premier's office said, yes, he did. He ran it through the government and, and the letter, and basically they let him go ahead and do it. Now, I also asked Mike Farnworth about it. He's the Solicitor General in charge of policing in the province. So did he see the letter? Yes, he did. Uh, so here's the question. Colin writes this as a cabinet minister, because he is a cabinet minister. So is a cabinet minister criticizing the RCMP? The answer back from the Premier's office and from Mike Farnworth is disingenuous in the extreme. No, no, he was speaking as an MLA speaking up for his constituents. Right now, look, cabinet ministers are cabinet ministers. They're not cabinet ministers some days and not cabinet ministers other days. So, I mean, they take an oath of office that cabinet and government will speak with a single voice. And when a cabinet minister writes a letter to the RCMP saying they're using undue force in BC, he's speaking as a cabinet minister whether he chooses to admit it or not. This is ridiculous attempt by the government to make a distinction between Nathan Cullen as an MLA and Nathan, Nathan Cullen as a minister. He's a minister. And he's speaking on behalf of the government, whether he wants to admit it or not. So then why, why would they have given him the okay to do that? Well, you know, I think what's going on here, Simi, is a couple of things. The New Democrats are trying to distance themselves from what's going on along the route of the coastal gas link. They're trying to suggest 
This is something happening at a distance that they don't really have any responsibility for, which is also preposterous. The New Democrats approve the gas pipeline construction. They approved and support the construction of the LNG terminal that it will feed. They have tried repeatedly and failed repeatedly to sort out the division in the Wet'suwet'en First Nation, where some hereditary chiefs oppose the pipeline and some elected chiefs support it. In fact, before Nathan Cullen was elected to the legislature last year, he was on retainer to the NDP government to try to sort this out, and he failed as well. He was paid more than $100,000 in fees and expenses to try to sort it out. So the idea that this is something that's going on over there at a distance that the New Democrats don't have anything to do with, it is ridiculous. They're just trying to somehow or other keep as far away as possible from something that, look, the government's up to its neck in this thing. The, The project wouldn't even be built if the NDP didn't support it. So, and clearly the federal government's going to stay out of this one. Well, that's interesting, too, because another government that's trying to keep a distance from this is the federal government. So the, the new federal minister of Indigenous Services, Patty Haidu, gets asked about this the other day. Um, you know, uh, the RCMP is a federal police force. Couldn't you just step in and tell the RCMP, hands off, leave those protesters alone? And, and she says, no, I, no, we can't. That's not how it works. The RCMP is contracted to the provincial government. The provincial government decides on the resources that are available to the RCMP. So she says, this is a dispute between the provincial government and the Wet'suwet'en. Ottawa will help, if it can, come in and provide, you know, mediation services and all that if it can, but let's not kid ourselves. This is a dispute between the provincial government and the Wet'suwet'en, and the federal government is looking on. Okay. Uh, One more thing I want to ask you about as well is from the briefing yesterday about travel plans. Now, we were talking a lot about travel this morning, too, because it feels like the government is trying to send a message without actually bringing in any rules. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a pretty strong message. And and I understand how people are feeling about this. I mean, I'd love to start traveling again, too. And I'd love to feel that this thing is over and, you know, all the travel that uh, I do every year, I'd love to go back to it. I'm not traveling. And I'm impatient. But we had a clear message last week from Dr. Bonnie Henry when she was asked about this, about travel plans. And she said, rethink your travel plans. Now, she was talking about Omicron and the pandemic, right? But she said... Rethink your travel plans. Don't imagine you can go to another country and count on being able to come back because the rules are changing all the time for good reason. So yesterday we got the question to the transportation minister, Rob Fleming, in charge of the highway system. And he's asked, look, can you kind of waive some of the restrictions on these highways um, and let people travel to the interior or, you know, let people from the interior and the east come through B.C. on the highways. And, and he says, folks, there's almost no highways left, right? The only one that's there that is usable is being used to maintain the country's supply chains. And no, people aren't going to be allowed to use the Pope Princeton Highway or Highway 3 um, to uh, go to the interior or to come here. You're, you're going to have to rethink your plans. Sure, you can take the airplanes, but 
don't kid yourself that, you know, there isn't going to be pandemic problems there. Yeah, you can go through the United States, but we saw this week that the Americans are changing the rules as well. So, yeah, it's it's no fun hearing it. And believe me, Simi, I am in sympathy with people that are depressed at hearing it. But I think we're getting a very clear message. Rethink your travel plans or be prepared for changes at the last minute. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun.